Welcome to the Craving Consciousness Podcast. I'm Brandeline Johnson, a rule-breaking, nature-loving, law of attraction junkie who is a lifestyle entrepreneur, psychic medium, spiritual business coach, educator, and author. Each week, I will bring you a guest or a topic that will help you to awaken to your gifts, align with your soul's purpose, and ignite your lives and businesses. We don't follow the masses. We are consciously creating our evolution. Get ready to have the best human experience every day. Oh my gosh, Barbara, I am so excited to be interviewing you on this uh, little interview about your experience in um, the intuition and mediumship and spiritual awakening class. And um, I love talking to you because it has been literally years since you took the class and we have been soul sister friends ever since then Mm -hmm. and watching each other live our lives and grow and shift. And, um, it's truly such a blessing for me when I say that, um, my reward comes from seeing people's transformation. I'm not even shitting you because I get to see people just completely change their life. And you're one of those people. And so I'm so grateful for you to be here with me today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yay. I love you so much and I'll do anything for you. Oh, I love you too. You know, and and I'm grateful to have you in my life as my friends, as my soul sister, as a mentor, you know, all of that. So thank you for having me. Yay. I love you back. Um, so do you remember when you took the class? I mean, I know it's been (laughs) a long time. Four years. Four years. Four years. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a good long time. We're getting old. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, I didn't know yeah. it was that long. That's crazy. So can yeah. you can you since it was so long ago, can you recall like what was your life like before we met, before you took the class, before you developed? I remember all of it. Um, I remember, you know, that's one one thing that I do have is the great memory. So um, I remember my life before, you know, my father had passed away. Um, and, and, and that's when I actually connected with you. And I think it all was just in divine order. Um, before that, uh, growing up, it was just very, um, stressful in a sense and lonely in a sense too, because I always experienced, uh, spirit. I've always experienced hearing noises, sounds, um, you know, a feeling like someone's looking at you around you hearing your name calling and I remember just feeling like man what the hell is going on you know I had a lot of anxiety panic attacks um you know I guess you could say a lot of the symptoms that everybody talks about I had those symptoms I couldn't be home by myself without having anxiety um you know, even as simple, seriously, as just taking a shower by myself, I would call the dog, then come stay with me, because <laughs> it just felt weird. I always felt like I was being looked at, watched at, um, and those kind of things, yeah. That's yeah. wild that you say that shower thing, too, because um, one, I remember the Long Island Medium, right? She yeah. talked about that she has severe anxiety inside small spaces like an elevator or the car or her shower 
And the reason why is because like, that's when you're alone and your mind is quiet and that's when spirit can communicate or when you start feeling spirit as in maybe people that followed you home from the freaking grocery store because they wanted a message and you're just like, I just want to take a shower. And there's no way out. If you think about that too, like in a closed space, there's no way out where when you're out and about, you can run from whatever you don't even know. (laughs) But in a small space, yeah, there's no way out. I felt like that when my hubby and I got together, I wouldn't even let him close the bedroom door. Like I would just like, as soon as the door was shut, I'm like, Ooh, open that door. Like, I don't like the feeling, um, elevators. I didn't like the feeling, um, just everything just felt creepy. Even at night, put the fan on. Cause I hear and you hear it and you're trying to make out what you're hearing and you know, you're hearing it, but you can't like pinpoint the conversation, but you hear multiple voices. So that was a thing. And I didn't tell anybody. You know, I just thought, well, you know, shit, I'm going to keep this to myself. <laughs> you know? Because then the first thing they want to do is medicate you or, you know, something's wrong with you, you know, and that's, I didn't want to deal with any of that. So I just, you know, thankfully too, I had my mom and my grandmother who were very open as well. So they were just like, oh, just ignore it. And I'm like, how do you ignore this shit? You know? <laughs> I can't even sleep. You can ignore it. Uh, (laughs) that's so classic so i know like people that are going to be watching this video are like oh (laughs) because there's another one just like us because how many people right now that are watching this you know on their replay are going holy shit i've been keeping quiet about this my whole life or my kids or my kids are telling me about this and i don't want to tell the medical community because i'm scared yeah, because like nowadays, some people them. take their kids away for the craziest shit. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah, they will. They will. Or medicate them. Or medicate them, you know, yeah. Or medicate them. And, it's, and it's, it's unfortunate because, you know, we are sixth sense. We, we are a part of one energy field. So it's actually something that's very normal. And if we don't talk to the kids and talk to people who are experiencing it, they're freaking out. And of course, the medical doctor, you know, it's not to their fault. They're not aware. Right. They're not aware. So you have all this, all these groups of community of people that are not aware. So what do you do? You treat this, you treat the symptom with a medication. And, and, you know, I remember when my doctor wanted to give me, you know, anxiety. Oh, she's having anxiety. No, I'm not having anxiety, you know, but Thankfully, thankfully, I didn't go down that road. And thankfully, my children have me as a mother. And I'm able to, you know, when they go through little things, I'm able to say, hey, you're just like your mama. (laughs) That's normal in our family, you know? So, I think that's wonderful. And I love that you brought that up because I've had a multitude of moms come through my program because they're like something's up with my child and and your motherly instincts kick in and some of these moms aren't even intuitive but they're like something's definitely going on and I know that my child isn't crazy that they're just experiencing they're talking about the people that live in the basement you know these types of things and that's when I jump on and I say girl you gotta learn to develop this you need to learn the tools behind this so because you're going to be raising a gifted child yes absolutely 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 um so one of the other questions i wanted to ask you was like when you took the class like what what was your one of your favorite takeaways what's something that still after four years sticks with you 
today where you're like, oh my gosh, I remember this and about the class? You know what? That was a big old crybaby. <laughs> I cried all the time all my life. <laughs> and I could feel emotions. And I think the biggest thing that I really truly took away was knowing that I was an empath. Knowing that I wasn't just a big crybaby. That I was really um, connecting to people and connecting to energies. Not only to people, but even to animals, you know. And I was, uh, I, I connect on a on a on a higher level where it feels personal to me, and it feels um, just overwhelming. Like, like I guess personal is really the word I I really feel is like personal. Like, I take everything personally that's happening to someone because I can truly feel what they're going through. I can feel their waves of emotions. Um, and, and that was a big takeaway because I'm like, I cry all the time for everything. Like, and I thought, oh, I'm just sensitive, you know, but I never felt like I was just sensitive. I just felt like, why do I connect so personally? Why do I, why do I feel this so personally? Why am I in a room and I want to cry? Why is that? I know I don't want to cry. Like all of a sudden my mood switched, you know, like a bipolar, right? Yeah. <laughs> but you're not bipolar. You're just vibing off the energies or why do I feel grumpy all of a sudden? You know, all of a sudden. So I, I love that I took away knowing that I just, I'm just really am sensitive and I am an empath and I can walk into rooms and just kind of feel the vibration of the room. And that was like a big deal to me. So now I can cry freely and just say, I'm an empath. <laughs> <laughs> that's my symptom. <laughs> I love my it. diagnosis. That's my diagnosis. I love it. And now at least you could go, that's not me. Yeah, that's not me. You know what's what, a, a quick funny story was I would always tell my girlfriend I'm an empath, right? And she's like, what's that? And I, you know, tried to break it down. So we went to soul camp and it was an amazing experience. I volunteered and we're sitting and we're making um, um, beads with an astrologer and you're putting your intention into a Tolman bead. And um, all of a sudden, and I'm like, I'm going to freaking cry. And I turned to my girlfriend. I'm like, I'm going to cry. She's like, what's wrong? I'm like, I don't know. Somebody needs to cry here. Somebody needs to cry. <laughs> girl, the girl in front of me gets up to tell her, her, her story and to tell like what her bead represented and as she stood up she starts to cry the girl in front of me bowls out and my girlfriend looks and she goes holy shit you know like wow you were not you know like wow you're for real barb and i'm like i told you so of course i hugged that girl and i you know give her kisses and i'm like you know everything will be okay you know and i just you know i love to hug but that was that was something that you know when people don't know what empath is you know, you just feel, it's just odd. It's the most random situations too. You know, it's random. It's not something you can control even as much as you ground yourself. You can ground and ground and ground. But if that energy wants to come through and you're, and you're supposed to feel it, you will. You're going to yeah. feel it. Yeah. And then you're going to hug somebody. <laughs> exactly. And you were there and that woman needs you. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure of it. You know, yeah. that's beautiful. It was pretty cool. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's so crazy. <laughs> and then, um, what was one of the gifts, be like besides your empathy, which is amazing, right, you walked you. away from with class? Like, what is what is like your specialty if somebody comes to you? Do you think? Wow, I would say the psychic, the psychic. Um, 
my mediumship was pretty strong, but I felt pulled more to the psych, psyche level of, you know, being able to touch on your future events and being able to uh, really mold people. Because when people come to a psychic and they want to know something and they'll say, oh, I want to know, but they really don't want to know. And then you tell them and they don't listen, you know? And I think that when I read someone and I'm able to say, this is the future right now, it's beautiful to say you have the ability to change that because you manifested this. You manifested that. Your thoughts, you know, into the universe brought forth this prediction. And this prediction is something that you can change. You know, for the most part, you really can. People, you know, think that, oh, if I say this, this is how it's going to be. And that's not the case. Yeah, sometimes there are things that are already grounded in and that you're going to go for the grind. Mm -hmm. And that will be there. But there are, are parts that you can change. So I like to see myself as maybe a future guide saying, you know, this is what's coming. This is what's going to be. But there are things you can change by changing your thought process and by looking at what I give, have given you and how do you want to change that, you know? So I think definitely developing the psychic really, really, really was, was a strength because I've been psychic all my life, a dreamer, a, a seer. And I think learning all the grounding techniques, learning the meditation techniques and just saying, yo, this is who you are, be it, you know, that really, really pushed me forward for sure. Yeah. I like that. And um, yes, you are an amazing psychic. <laughs> You're one of the one people that I'm like, I don't know what's going on because I can't read myself. Let's text Barbara and be like, girl, I got to get a session. Yes. Because yes. the stuff that you say is like, so like, how did she, like, I'm psychic. <laughs> so it never ceases to amaze you, right? When people yes. reach back out and go, oh my God, like what you were saying about my husband's job and everything, it's like, yes. it all came freaking true. Yes. It's so crazy. Um, but it like gives you, like you were saying, Hey, this is what it's going to look like right now. Um, so if it doesn't feel good, then let's make some adjustments in your thought process or at least even be prepared for something like that. Yes. You know? Yeah. Um, but the other thing that I was talking to somebody else too, is like you give them this psychic like prediction and it's freaking beautiful. And if it's something that they don't like, and like you're saying, you need to change your thought process. That's where that beautiful, like spiritual coaching comes in that you do too, right? You do spiritual yeah. coaching mm -hmm. because then you could say, well, you don't like that. Then let me help you change. Yes. Like what is your current thought process? You know, and, and I want to say it's so important for us that we're aware and we bring all the, the people who come to us and we don't bring them, you know, the universe, God, whoever it is, spirit guides, sends them to you and says, you know what, Barbara needs you now or this person needs you now. And I think the beauty is that as we're all awakening and we're all seeing this occur, the beauty is to teach that to the children, right? Yes. yes. Because that's the future. And I tell my kids every day, if there's something you don't like, don't speak about it so negatively. Like, so just say something positive about that every day. Cause you know, I'm going to have a 13 year old and now he's in like that stage, you know? Uh huh. And I'm like, no, you know better than that. Who's your mom? You know better than that. So I think it's beautiful when we have a, a group of people reaching out to us, you know, I always pray and say, I hope that whatever they learn from us, 
they're teaching their nephews, their nieces, the, the youth on the, on the block in the community because it's a big deal. We're setting a foundation and the kids need that foundation because, you know, look at everything on the news is negative. I don't know, watch the news. And when I do, I say, why don't I watch this shit again? You know, and it's like, everything is so negative that the people that are reaching out to us, that we are able to say these positive things to or help change a vibration or help change something. I always say, man, I hope that they're giving it to someone of youth, the, the little guys and the little girls, you know. I love that. Because I think that's a big deal. I love that. Mm-hmm. You know, case in point, like my entrepreneur brain is going too because, and I don't even know if it's my entrepreneur brain. It's more like my brain where it's like, let's take what you just said and freaking explode it and make it happen. And yeah. like somebody, there's got to be somebody out there that's teaching uh, childhood intuition development, yeah. right? There's that meme out there that says, what if we taught all our kids um, meditation in, in school? What would our world yeah. be like? What would yeah. our world be like if we taught them intuition and, and even yeah. mediumship? You know, and I'm blessed to have the people around me that support that because I've, I've worked with a, a lot of kids in meditation and intuition. And I continuously talk to the kids out that are on the, on the block, you know, teenagers doing teenage things. And every moment that I get, I try to say something to them. You know, because you blink your eyes and you're here. You're yeah. an adult. Yeah. And life is real. And how do you approach life? How do you approach life? Yeah, I think that's where um, a lot of people end up coming to me to be either get a reading or get go through the program is um, they've tried to figure out life up until a certain point when the pain got so great that they're like, there has to be something else. I must be missing something. And they go through the program and they find their spirituality. But if we could if we could, like you say, teach from the beginning, they'll never be going out into the world looking lost. for something that's not there. Lost, lost, that empty feeling, mm-hmm. you know? And, and, and of course, through the peaks and valleys of life, all of us, no matter how guru we are, we will experience, you know, that you moment of, I feel like I'm in a block. And I call you, I'm like, me, you know, <laughs> I'm in my block. I'm in the block, I'm you know, and I think that, that it's more important for people to know that we will never be perfect because we're living the human experience for a reason. If we were perfect, we wouldn't even come down to experience this human experience. And I think it's so important for, I always tell people like, when they're like, how do you do it? I said, girl, I just do it. You know, I don't know how I keep it moving. I keep it pushing. I keep rem- reminding myself all the tools that are in here, you know, the tools. So I have a frumpy day and then tomorrow pick up the pieces, you know, have 10 glasses of wine. I don't know. A bottle. <laughs> or uh, one of my, uh, one of my other coaching clients, she does something called the, I don't know, something to do with her Kundalini. And she's like, I had to do it. And she does this. She's like, bam. She goes, yeah. you know what is so cool? And she's in recovery. She goes, you know, what's so cool. I found a freaking tool that I could go from to you know yeah. what I mean? like like you're saying reach in the toolbox yeah. you know maybe freak out for a hot second but then get your like yeah. is or her kundalini rising yoga pose or whatever yes and 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 realize that you are the only one that can shift you're the driver you're the, you're driver. the driver yes oh i just love you um love you. and so 
since you've been through the class, since you've been through like the spiritual path, like where are you now? Because like some of the tools that you learned out in the class, like what are you doing in life and or business and, and, and or what, you know, with like even a career, even like working out in corporate America, like how is it? Helped I'm you? doing a lot. I'm doing a lot. You know, um, you know, it really, the class really opened me up to the trust and allow, Brandeline, you know, the trust and allow. And when I, when we first, you know, I was doing everything, I was doing my psychic readings, I still do psychic re readings, I still do Reiki, I still uh, do mediumship, and um, I love it, and I love it, and that's on my off time. But there was a moment where I was in the funk of like, what's next? What's my purpose? Where, where does God want to use me now? Where, where does the universe want to place me where hello spirit guys you know what's going on here <laughs> you know and I was kind of in a funk I was in a funk and then I randomly not looking for a job randomly got a job at a cemetery and so now what I do is I am blessed because I am able to help people on the worst day of their life wow and you know I meet with families when there's what's called the first call when someone has passed away and if anyone has experienced that you know or not experienced it is the most difficult moment of your life and i get those calls and i meet with the family and i and i prepare them for burial not the person but the family i walk them through what is the burial what's going to happen in the steps and that we need to take and you know more importantly i get to hug these these beautiful people i hug them um, I almost cry with them. I can say that I've been a stronger in past because I cry when I come home. I don't do it in front of them because I know I have to be strong for them. And um, I feel it's an honor and a privilege to be really honest with you. A lot of people say, how do you do it? You know, I do burials every day. I have a burial on Friday. How do I do it? I, uh, I pray and I meditate. I pray and I meditate. And I say, you know what? This is where I'm supposed to be right now. This is my job right now on this earth. And um, you know, I just, I watch my words wisely because they're in such of a morning state, some shock, you know, shock that someone just, you know, passed away and I'm able to just use my healing energy, the Reiki and just, you know, envision that love to them, envision the healing to them. And as healers, just that hug. Oh my God. Just that hug does so much. So that's where I'm at now. You know, I still do everything on a side. I still have my sacred knowledge um, group page on Facebook. I still have my Barbara Neeland um, business page on Facebook. I still do my readings, but I am back in corporate America. Um, and I'm there for now because I, I believe this is where I'm supposed to be for now. Um, because I'm learning. I'm learning how much love matters. You know, when someone loses someone, a lot of people can not really, in a sense, right? They're like, oh, you know, I'm sorry for your loss. But, you know, really, this is someone's, you know, they were just cheersing with that buddy. They were just having a drink with them and they passed from a heart attack or a car accident. You know, this is their family member, their tribe, their tribe person. And being able to just love that person and, and every day when I come home, knowing that something, someone else is having a harder day, 
someone else is having a harder day that I need to be more open-minded and just remember that love is the most important thing. Loving each other, man. Just loving each other. That's because what it the unconditional love that they can you know everyone everyone is doing the best that they can with the cards they're dealt right now and they don't know what we know that's the harder part they don't know what we know amen to that so true loving them i guess i love to hug i hug everybody i hug everybody i'm hugging you (laughs) (laughs) i just love you so so it's called what is your group called on facebook again sacred knowledge that's my facebook group it's the sacred knowledge sacred knowledge and then um i think i have a little apple there or like uh maybe it's um the light bulb you know knowledge the little icon okay <laughs> and so um people can reach right? out to you there to like get one of these yeah. amazing psychic readings or find out more about what you do because you also do stuff with herbs and stuff right like yes girl how did i forget that yes i'm still all in the herbs you know, and nutrition, I, I'm doing the herb thing. Um, God bless. I have healed my husband. You know, knowledge is so important. Listening to the different herbs I need to use and the different herbs I need to work with with my son, you know, that had asthma, but now he's asthma free. You know, I, I do all kind of herbs for him and mix up a bunch of things. And I think that it's so important. Everything that we do is so important everything that we do and i just wish i could explode it to the world like if you only knew you know what meditation could do what herbs could do what positive thinking could do and just allowing your spiritual team to say hello hello to you hello you know like listen you know i I think that's so important because meeting you literally my dad sent me to you you know, I'll never forget the day that I met. And your dog, dog, right? Your, and my dog, yes. Go the Dalmatian, yes. <laughs> you know, and just and just and I think I think more importantly, letting go of all the fear. People are afraid to use herbs. I talk to people about herbs and they like freak out. Is my doctor gonna say it's okay? It's a fucking herb. It's like a vegetable. What do you mean? You can ask your doctor permission to eat broccoli, you know? It's hilarious. Or, or Burger King. Do you call it? Right. Right. <laughs> right. You get Burger King and fake meat and fake cheese, you know, even though it tastes so good. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's, but it's like, it's like the fear that people really have taking herbs. And I have so many testimonies, you know, just this, like, let's even go away from herbs. You have arthritis. Oh, I have arthritis. My doctor says I have to take this pill. Just simple, pineapple and celery in the morning, just juice it. Pineapple and celery, anti-inflammatory. Take it, drink that every day, morning, morning and evening, and see how, how great your arthritis is. Or that extra boost of vitamin C or electrolytes, taking a, a multivitamin that has all the trace minerals. You know, our water doesn't even have trace minerals. And you put a couple drops of trace minerals, seaweed, just the simple things that are not even herbs that we don't, we don't know about. Because, you know, doctors practice medication and practice medicine, and it's not their fault. Like, it's not their fault. They don't know. You know, so seeing a nutritionist and seeing an herbalist, that's important. But people have fear because we put all of our energy into a doctor to fix it. Well, I think a lot of that 
a lot of the fear is because you're asking them to think for themselves and we've yes. been programmed to only do whatever the TV tells us to do. Yes. Um, so we're like, Oh my gosh, I don't feel good. I better go to the doctor. And yeah, um, you know, I love it. My nutritionist, um, they, they, they own a store called Larrabee herbs and they've been around since 1837. They're my best friend. And, um, they always tell me, Barbara, you know, disease, if you break it up, is dis-ease. Your body is in dis-ease. It's talking to you. It's you're not, talking to you. You're not at ease, right? You're right. at dis-ease. Exactly. Love yeah. I beautiful. love you. I love you so much. I love you too. You have such a beautiful gift all around, Thank you know? You. Um, and so... I, I'm so grateful for you to be coming on here, giving the interview, sharing like just real talk. I mean, I love the real freaking talk. Uh, yeah. And, and I'm uh, excited for you. You know, if I could say one thing about you, I think you're amazing. I love the fact that you're like, your goal is to just like heal the world. Like you're like a big hug a world person too, you know, and like-minded people find each other, you know? And I want to say that at first, and, and, and I think this is important to say, I was afraid to take your class. I was afraid. Let's keep it real. I was, you know, and you said, put your big girl panties on. And I was like, ah, oh, they're in the washer. <laughs> you remember that? And I remember that when we hung up the phone and I was like, you know, I, I had met you and I met you because I was in your group and you were the only admin in all the groups I was in that actually talked to people. And I'm like, damn, she's even talking to me. And, you know, we were just chit-chatting and I had prayed and I was like, you know, my dad's departed. And I was like, dad, you know, what do you think about this? I'm going to give this, you know, lady a call. We're going to talk. When I hung up with you, I looked at the clock, the grandfather clock that's still right on my wall. And it was 1137. And my father's numbers are 137. And I was like, shut up. And I still was afraid. And I still was afraid. And I was like, you know, and I, and, and, and I prayed on it. And I'm just like, you know what? All the signs, boom, 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 sign, sign, sign. And thankfully, I had already knew how to be aware of signs. And I did it. So people that are out there, you know, all the folks that are going to watch this and they're like afraid or they're unsure, like, man, take that jump. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Literally. So true. A peace of mind. You know, a, 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 law, a life friendship lifelong friendship, you know, and I think that people need to know that, like that the world needs to know that, you know, you were a gift to me, you know, really, you, you know, I, too. that's why I think it's so cool. And we haven't physically touched yet. And we're oh, not no, far away. We, so we got to hook up, but, yes. but to find these true soul sister things, like you're saying, spirit really does connect you to the people you need in your life. And whoever sees this video, it's not a coincidence. Right? You know, that was a big thing I learned. It's not a coincidence. They'll see the video and they'll still be scared, you know? But remember, it's not a coincidence. It's you're, you're being, you're, when you're ready, what was the saying? When the, pardon me, when the student is ready, the, the teacher, teacher will, will come. come. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I love you. I love you too. So um, let me go ahead and say thank you to this yeah. and um, stop the recording here really quick. And so I'm so grateful to have, have had you on here. Oh, thank you. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know someone else who is spiritually awakened or igniting a world changing brand, please send them my way. 
It will benefit the world if you help me get this pod and message to as many listeners as I can. Again, if you liked what you heard, it would mean a lot to me if you took 30 seconds to leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I will be forever grateful. Until the next episode, stay present, stay grounded, and shine your light.